because you maintain our lot. You are our portion in the land of the living. We give you praise, Lord. We honor you today, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. We declare this atmosphere free for your spirit. Let your name be glorified. Time for the anointing to teach and to preach. Therefore, get the grace to comprehend and power to do your work that may be established in the truth of the covenant. Blessed be your name, Heavenly Father. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Before you take your seat, just let's do this song. I know we have 45, 40 minutes. Don't worry. Don't worry. If anything we say, wherever we stop, we go. Hallelujah. But it's just by way of confession. On the mountain, in the valley, on the land. In the sea, on the mountain, in the of the living and the Lord is indeed good in the mighty name of Jesus you need to keep telling yourself that continually that the Lord you are my portion you remain my portion in the name of Jesus whatever happens you are still my portion whoever governs you are still my portion whatever the dollar says you are still my portion whatever anything says whatever the price of food you are still my portion hallelujah when the landlord is threatening, you are still my portion. Glory be to God forevermore. Hallelujah. Okay, we have been dealing with a subject matter for the past six weeks. Titled, please take down my volume and balance it out. I can hear some echo. Okay, 
you know, uh, there is this, uh, okay, I said there is this, sorry, I'm still thinking about the stand. Um, the topic we have been dealing with for the past six weeks is a better covenant based upon better promises. Is that all right? So let's quickly uh, make some progress this morning. Um, let's read our financial scriptures, which is um, Hebrews chapter 8. Hebrews chapter 8. Hebrews chapter 8, verses 1. Yeah. Verse 1 to 8. Now, this is the main point of the things we are saying. <laughs> I know why you are laughing. I know why I'm laughing. I don't know why you are laughing too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, this is the main point. Okay. We have such a high priest who is seated at the right hand of the throne of majesty on high or in heavens, a minister of the sanctuary and of the true tabernacle which the Lord erected and not man. For every high priest is appointed to offer both gifts and sacrifices. Therefore, it is necessary that this one, that is Jesus, also have something to offer. For if he were on earth, he would not be a priest. Since there are priests who offer the gifts and accor- who offer the gifts according to the law. Okay, something, okay. Who serve the copy and sh- who serve the copy and shadow of the heavenly things? As Moses was divinely instructed when he was about to make the tabernacle, for he said, "See that you make all things according to the path and show you on the mountain." Okay, but now he has obtained a more what excellent ministry in as much as he is also a mediator of a better covenant which was established upon on better promises. Verse 7 For if that first covenant had been faultless, then no place would have been sought for a second. Oh, because finding fault with them, he said, Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. Say amen to that. The Bible said we have a better covenant established upon better promises. Verse 6, and Bible says, because God found fault with the first covenant, therefore desired to make a new one. I will begin, I will start by telling you the uh, sizes, every examples, how or instances, how the New Testament is better than the Old Testament. And now, Bible says, they found fault. We now began to talk about the, what are the faults with the Old Testament that made it necessary for God to start a new covenant. To start another one. And Bible says we are not the one that even discovered the fault. It was God that saw the fault. Glory be to God. And he decided to begin to, to make adjustment to it. We said God it didn't change. It was covenant that changed. Glory be to God. It's God's dealing with man that changed. The terms of his relationship with man changed. Glory be to God forevermore. So now we said number one fault that God saw with the covenant. Who can remind me of that fault? It's a shadow. It's a shadow. It's a photocopy. It's a. F- I don't want to use the word fake copy. It's a, you know, it's not the original. Hallelujah. Bible says it's a shadow. Shadow of the cover of the Bible because there's a true tabernacle in heaven. This one was just made after the order of that one. Glory be to God. And we said number two. What what did we say was the second fourth? Yeah, um, yeah, it was administered by inferior priesthood. Glory be to God. It was administered by inferior priesthood. So, number three today, write it down. It was ratified by inferior sacrifice. It was administered by inferior priesthood. It was also ratified by what? Inferior 
sacrifice. Because of our time, just write this reference down. Write Exodus 24 down. Exodus 24, verse 1, or, verses, or just verse 1 to 6. Write it down. You will see how God told Moses how the covenant should be ratified. He said, when we are finished reading the covenant, the times of the covenant to them, tell the young men to go and kill animals, goats and sheep and you will sprinkle it on the covenant or the tables of uh, or the tablets written and everything then you will also take, you will mix it with water and then you will take high soap, a kind of leaf put it inside and sprinkle it on the people then you will now read another, another line Thou shalt love the Lord that God with all your heart. You will sprinkle blood again, everything. You shall remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. The same process after every reading of every line. It was a tedious one. The Bible says that sacrifice was inferior. Hallelujah. Have you been to sorry, a place before where? Uh, they appoint what they call acting MD. Acting. Whereby you'll be acting. It's not the substantive or what they call it, MD. you just be acting. Until the real MD comes. All that was happening there was acting. Mm, acting ratification. Until the real ratification came. Glory be to God forever. We go to Hebrew chapter 9. Kai, what I want to do today, I pray we'll be to do too. Hebrew chapter 9. Glory be to God. Verse 16. Verse 16. Let's read. So that's why I jumped out to 24. Hebrew chapter 9. Verse 26. Look at what it says. Say. For where there's a testament, or where there's a will, that's what's called testament, a will. Like somebody passes on and he leaves the will for the children so that they can enjoy what are you hearing me. So that's what's saying. For where there's a testament, there must also be necessity, what? Be the death of the what? Of the testator. You can't go, you can't say, Daddy, you are alive. Bring out your weed. <laughs> what shall we do? You know, they will call you a murderer. Let's go. Okay. For a testament is what? It's of force. Oh. It's in force, sorry. Okay. Uh, you no, know, sometimes I read, I read King James Version. I only come out to read. New Testament. So when you read it, uh, 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 that's what I'm reading. Uh, uh, you know, so let me try and read what I'm seeing. <laughs> oh, okay. For a testament is in force after men are dead. See, it has no power at all while the testator lives. Therefore, not even the first covenant was dedicated without blood. Hallelujah. That is telling us something. That God has a will for his children. But in order for all to enjoy that will, God must die. God must die. Because if God didn't die, we cannot enjoy the will. Because we cannot enjoy the will as long as the testator is alive. Lawyers be our witness. That is why God had to come in Jesus to die. So that that will can come into effect. Glory be to God forevermore. But the Bible says before that time, 
I want you guys to enjoy certain blessings. He said, but I cannot come. Time has not come. Let these animals represent me. Let them die. But we know that was inferior to what God planned. Are you hearing me? Therefore, not even the first animal or the first covenant, sorry, was dedicated without blood. Look at where. For when Moses had spoken every, do you see what I just told now? Every precept to all the people, according to the law, he took blood of the, uh, of the calves and goats with, with water, scarlet wool, and high soap, and sprinkled both the book itself and all the people, like I told you earlier on, saying, This is the blood of the covenant which God has commanded you. Glory be to God. Then likewise, it's sprinkled with blood, both the tabernacle and all the vessels of the ministry. And according to the law, almost all things are purified with the blood. With blood. And without shedding of blood, there's no remission. Glory be to God forevermore. So we saw the process of how the sacrifices, how the covenant was, was ratified by the blood of all these animals. Sprinkled above the the instrument and on the people. But God found fault with that. And I will show you the fault with that with all the sacrifices right now. He has major problem. Four major problems. The, the animal sacrifice has four major problems. Number one, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I will not, sh- I will not, let, in fact, I can tell you he has, but let me just show you something. I, I don't want, because if I tell you he has this, I will now have to be telling you, but I want to close and go. <laughs> How many of you know? I want to ask you a question. Has anybody seen a blood that doesn't dry before? Sprinkling on the floor. I go and sprinkle any blood. So this is the blood of covenant. Drop it there. Come back three days. If I don't dry, then it will cake. Yes. Then begin to crack. Yes. Then everything will peel off. The moment the blood is not fresh, the time of the covenant is forgotten. That is why the blood of Jesus is ever flowing. It never dries. It, never, it is ever so that the covenant is always at work. First John chapter 1. That's what I say. The Bible says the blood, the sprinkling, sprinkling. That's why we also talk about Hebrews chapter 12. It talks about the sprinkling of the blood. It's continuous, present continuous. The animal blood dries. So as far as it dries, the sins come out again. The force comes again. Hallelujah. And that's why they also have to be killing the animal continually. <laughs> Glory be to God forevermore. Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews chapter 10. This, uh, I, I believe this will bless. See, look, do you know why I teach some of these things? Please, I want you to know that this is beyond demonstration of knowledge. This is to build your confidence in God. You see, people have this slavery mentality. We are not we can't approach to God. We can't everything. Can you pray for the sick? I can pray for any sick anywhere. You know why? The blood has qualified me. The blood is ever speaking. The blood is speaking better things than the blood. It's speaking. Not that the blood spoke. It's what? It's speaking. That is why we teach these things. It's not for knowledge, it's not for notes. It's to, it's to do something to your spirit, man. It's for you to wake up in the morning and say, Father, I thank you. There is no real protocol to come into his presence than, than faith and joy. 
You are look New Testament. It is wrong for New Testament saints to wake up in the morning and begin to confess their sins. I am sorry. You can not, may not like what I'm saying. You may not like it. I am telling you it, but because if you do that, you are operating by the spirit of condemnation already. You don't understand New Testament. You are saying the blood has dried and your sin has come out. That's what you are saying. It is only in the Old Testament that there is a reminder of sins every time. Here, right now, if your sins being reminded, it's your conscience that reminding you. It's not the blood. I cannot do what God sent me to do. I am not qualified. I am unclean. I want you to point to me one man that is qualified. One. No, I'm looking at you right now, all of you. I want you to show me one that is qualified by merit. If God were to mark iniquity, nobody will stand. As I was driving this morning, I saw a car for it's a presidency number, and it came out from that Lukogoma junction, and it put every traffic came out in front. I told the car to slow down. I pointed at the man and said, "See your life, useless life." I'm not supposed to be standing here. God ought to have killed me when I committed that sin. I said, "Look at your life, useless man. <laughs> Let's go." Because we are driving a car with presidency, you think you can you can beat traffic and, and do anything you want to do? Are you hearing me? If God were to mark iniquity, it's outside there supposed to die. Are you hearing me? But we are here preaching. Hallelujah! <laughs> have you confessed the sin? No. Are you going to confess it? No. It's what you can com- it's what you regard as sin that is sin to you. If it's not written in black and white, too, not a go and my second wife says it's not sin. They are started again now. Hallelujah. In those days, because what we define as sin, if a woman wears trousers, they cannot enter church. Because we are the one that define as sin. But these days, women not, not only wear trousers, they are preaching with trousers. The last time you preach, I saw you one minute service, what trousers? You are jumping all over here. We have the video. If you want to, we have your video. We will show you. Videos online. Hallelujah. Most of our drummers, they have funny, funny hairstyle. As they are beating the drum, drum, drum ought to explode they, by the reason of their style. But God does not work like that anymore. Praise God. Hallelujah. That's why we teach these things. It's not to make anybody frivolous and anything. So just build your confidence in God. Knowing that by what by the reason of what Christ has done, you have been qualified to do whatever He called, he called you to do. Stop wasting time. Stop saying that I want to become more holy when I'm more matured. You are already right as we are standing where you are right now. God has qualified you to do what you are supposed to do. And I'll be qualified to enjoy every blessing. Glory be to God forevermore. I said Hebrew chapter 10, right? Hebrew chapter 10. The way we are going one by one on these things. I am not. <laughs> Hebrew chapter 10. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Look at what it says here. Look at what it says here. For the law, having what? A shadow of good things what? To come. Why, Holy Spirit, help me this morning. And not the very image of the things. The same thing we said about it's a shadow. What? Can never with the same sacrifices, the same thing that they are doing, those animals, those, all those things, can never with the same sacrifice, which they offer continually, year by year, make those who approach it perfect. 
Never. <laughs> For then, are you hearing me? Would they not have ceased to be offered? If it's working, would they not have ceased? That means for them to be doing it continually. That means it is not working. For the worshippers, once purified, who have had no more consciousness of sins. But in those sacrifices, there is a reminder of sins every year. <laughs> For what? It is not possible. What? It is not possible. Nafela Singam. I say, it's not possible. It is not possible. That the blood of bulls and goats could take away what sins. It is not what possible. This is your phone, man of God, right? And this one is that. It's your own. Okay. This is what they say. It is not possible for the blood. Can you see this? Look at it. Can you see it? Can I see the blood? It is not possible for the blood of all these animals to take away what sins. To take it away and throw it away. That means you are looking for your sin. You can't find it anymore. He has taken it away. What the blood of goats do is to cover it. So when it dries, you will see it again. It's a reminder. <laughs> you get what I say right now. It is not possible. So write this fourth down. Four of them, five of them. So quickly, quickly, quickly. These are the thoughts with the, with the animal sacrifices. Number one. Number one. <laughs> it can never make those who come to it perfect. We read it just now. It can never make them perfect. That is, it can never make them totally acceptable. It can't. Don't worry, we'll, we'll close a bit late today. By the grace of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. It can never make them perfect. Hallelujah. No, I think read verse one. Okay, you know what? Just give me this this place eh? in in uh, New Living Translation, New, New Living Translation, so that we don't waste time. Go back to verse one. Go back to verse one. It's on the console. Verse one. Hallelujah. Verse one. No, let Thank you. The old system under the law of Moses was only a shadow, a dim preview of the good things to come, not the good things themselves. The sacrifices under that system were repeated what again and again, year after year. But they were never able to provide perfect cleansing for those who came to worship. They can never provide perfect cleansing. That's number one fault. Number two fault. <laughs> it was done continually. Do you know what the meaning of doing something continually? That means the first one didn't work. <laughs> I remember, okay, allow me that you understand. Do you drive in the UK? If you don't know your driving test, you don't, ah. Okay, then let me tell you my experience. Let's be that one alone. <laughs> but, you know, it's not like Nigeria. If you go for your driving test and you fail, you go and do it again. Are you hearing me? And you do it what? Again. And you do it what? Again. And you do it what? Again. I remember a brother that did medical school. When he did the fourth time, they asked him to go. 
and look for another course. If you have to repeat something again and again and again, it means what? It is not working. It's done again and again and again. Number three, like we said, it is a reminder of sin. That's what, that's what happens. Every time you see that goat appear, you know that, ah, huh? I was sin again. I've been in such place before, whereby you, 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 you hey, this is a good example. Thank you, Father. Whereby you born, you, you, you born your daddy's clothes when you are ironing. All your brother's clothes, especially the jacquard, you bought, you bought those old clothes, jacquard, you bought it. <laughs> uh, yeah. You understand? Because that jacquard, I don't understand it. It's, it's like, is there, is that they arrange wasted clothes? Anyway, and you burn it. And every time the man wants to, he picks his guinea. He said, No, Kai, and he brings out that jacket. Ah, this jacket that I would love to wear. It's a reminder. You have begged him four years ago, and he says, It's okay. But every time he brings out that jacket, Kai, this jacket, okay. It's a reminder. Every time those goats show up, it's a reminder. That was seen, it's still there. Because without the shedding of the blood, that's no remission of sin. They know that this blood was bought for the remission of sin. So every time that they see the goat, they know that our sins come back again. It's a reminder. How will you feel if you are dealing, living with a husband who never thanked you for the food you cooked, never thanked you for the work you had, you took care of the children? Year after year, it was that time you busted the tire of the car. Remember the first year of marriage. Year after year, this is a 26th year of marriage. 26th year, you got married early 1989. This is, I don't know how long that is now. So everything has to come. Be careful, that's how you busted the tire. <laughs> you turn again, that's how you bust. And he holds that thing on your head like this. That nullifies every good thing you ever did. Or you have a friend who never forgives something you did. It's, you know what? If I were you, I would just tell the friend, let us call the relationship. Because every time I see you, what you remind me is the failure. Why don't we just cause it? That's why men never were able to draw nigh to God. Because every time it was, it was a continual reminder of their faults. They could not have perfect relationship with God. Never! Glory be to God forevermore. Number four. Faults. Our forefoot with it, like we said earlier on, it can never take away sins. Lie, lie. It is not possible. It lacks the capacity to take away sins. So those of you, those of us operating under the blood of Jesus, that means our sins are taken away forever. But we say it's not possible. Let me now. So based on that, no, let, let, let me jump up over myself. Bible says it, it just lacks the capacity to do it. Glory be to God forevermore. Let me ask you a question. In the Old Testament, were they not offering those sacrifices all the time? Was there any time that God would talk to them that would not remind them what they did? Say, remember, that was how you betrayed me. That was how you offered, you began to follow idol. He reminded, 500 years, God kept constant reminder. <laughs> if the blood was working, why was he reminding them? You know why? Because it was impossible. Look, Moses did one thing. One thing. One. 
God said, we are not entering. They offer sacrifices after. God kept quiet. They were moving. One day, like that. One day I will tell you the details of that place, but not today. One day God just woke up. Enough of God to even show you how the boy knew, say the thing, don't they end? They come to an end. One day God just called him. He said, Call your brother, Aaron. Remove the clothes from his head. Remove his clothes. Remove the high priest garment. Remove the high priest turban. Remove everything for him. Remove the tummy and the urim. Remove everything. He said, He's going to die. God knew that he cannot kill him as long as he wears that thing. Because under the anointing, God cannot kill you. And those things by said they are a garment of protection. That's why that's why I have told you before that the anointing is a protector. That's why if another person does something, they may go for it. Another man does it, he will escape. I've shown you all these things before in the scriptures. God, I can't kill you. God said, remove it. You know what? God removed the garment. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, Moses came, removed this. And God said, told him, don't do it in presence of the people. Take him away. And he said, look, understand. That is how God, that, that is a principle of leadership. When you want to discipline your leader, don't discipline them before the people. Take them aside. And Pastor T could be stupid, but don't disgrace him before the people. Call him. What is all this now? Waiting beyond this. Waiting beyond this. All of you are CEOs. Don't disgrace your managers, your executive directors, under you, before the people. Call them aside. He has represented you before the people. Take him aside. So God called him aside. Remove everything. As soon as he removed it, he said, We are it for the sun. We are it for the sun. You follow me. The, boy, the guy died here. When the sun was coming down alone, they know say it don't happen. Two of you went. Only you came. What happened? They don't kill him. <laughs> God never forget, forgot. Remember when Aaron. When Moses went on top of the mountain, when Aaron collected their earring and made a golden calf, God didn't forget. He still, he still punished it. If the blood of animals was working, why did God have to do it? Moses, he said, speak to the mountain. Moses hid the mountain. God said, because you didn't do it, I will deal with you. I punish you. Moses continued, miracles, victory. God kept quiet. One day, God said, come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a God has forgotten. They go to the border of the they go to the border of the of the place we has got to say. God said, oh, yeah, time, time up. <laughs> you just hear with you. <laughs> oh yeah, come. <laughs> yeah, that's the word be coming up. <laughs> Blow the whistle. Let's come. Oh Father, I give you praise. He said, "Their sins and iniquities I will remember no more." But under that, it is impossible. Go and offer one million. It is what? Impossible. Kill a billion cows. It is what? Impossible. God said, come. Follow me. That was it. God, he died there. God said, I will bury you personally. So nobody will know where you are dying. Where, where are you dying? 
Of course, we realize what happened in the later in the New Testament that an angel came to carry his body. And Satan was contesting for the body. Why was Satan contesting for the body? Because his sin was still there. Satan still had a claim. Yes, go and read the book of Jude. That's somebody who came for the body. Until the angel arrived, Michael came and said, The Lord rebuke you. He, Satan came for the body. You know why? Because it's not possible. <laughs> Glory be to God forever, man. Whew. Yeah, thank you. I have a bit of time. A little bit. Can we do a little bit digging more? Just a little bit. Hebrew chapter 9. Let's go back. Let me now compare this inadequacies in the blood of these goats and animals and bulls with the blood of Jesus. Hey! Thank you, Father! Hebrew chapter 9. Let me read from verse 23 down. I will read two more portions of the scripture and we we'll close for today. Hallelujah. I know he was the blood. I know he was the blood. I know it was the blood for me. Oh, Sunday when I was born, Jesus died upon the cross. I know it was the blood for me. Bible said, therefore, it is necessary that the copies of things in heavens should be purified with this. Are you hearing me? But the heavenly things themselves with what better sacrifices than. If this says the heavenly things must be provided with better sacrifices, better sacrifices, that means what we are doing right now is inferior sacrifices. All of you that are into construction, you know, no, 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 this could have been better. We are not saying it's not there. We are saying something as a better material we can use. Hallelujah. Verse 24. For Christ has not entered the holy places made with hands, which are copies of the true, but it will have itself. Now to appear in the presence of God for us. I nearly read the King James Version there. I want to appear before God for us. That's what I read in the King James Version. Now let's go on. Not that you offer what? You know that one they were hard to do it often. Not that you should offer himself what? Often. As though, as, as, sorry, as the high priest entered the most holy place every year with blood of another. He would have had to suffer often since the foundation of the world. But now, once at the end of the ages, he has appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice that one says it was impossible that one to take away sin. He has appeared to put away what sin. Lift up your right hand and say my sins have been put away. Hallelujah! That's why he appeared. Go on. Go on. Let's read. At, it is appointed for men, what? To die once. But after that, what? This judgment. After this, the judgment. So Christ has offered, uh, was offered once to bear the sins of many. To those who, who eagerly wait for him, he will appear a second time, apart from sin. He's not coming to deal with sin. He's coming for what? Salvation. For what? Salvation of our bodies. Verse 29. Is that, is that last verse? Okay, hallelujah. Glory be to God forevermore. Please go to 
Hebrew chapter 10. I read from verse 11. The last scripture for the day. So we can operate within the time. <laughs> Maybe we'll just stop somewhere. Because if you are going to be treating one one point of the fourth per week, it's <laughs> less than 3.6, less than 3. <laughs> it's, 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 like KK came, KK came to tease me. He said, he came, she came to my room. He said, you are still on lesson three, have you? I, I said, yes. She now walked, she now walked, not the way she was. Six weeks, sir. I said, six weeks. According to her, what are you finding to say in this three point for six weeks? But you can see that we have something to say. Hallelujah. Look at verse 11. And every priest do what does what starts ministering daily, offering what repeatedly. He says sacrifices which can never take away sins. That they were doing it every day. And Bible says it can never take away sin. Have you seen some what we call them stubborn things? You will use everything. You come back again; it is still there. In fact, if you polish too much, you go remove the the beauty of that thing. <laughs> you will spoil the clothes. Look at what it says. The character say, But this man, say this man. Jesus, hallelujah. But this man, after he had offered what? One sacrifice for the for sins forever. Sadan at the right. He offered one what? One sacrifice for sins what? Forever. Hallelujah. Forever. For from that time, waiting till his enemies are made his fools too. Verse 14. Verse 14. For by one offering, he has what? Perfected forever. Have you seen how many forever, forever, forever that's there? He took it away our sins for how long? Forever. Where will God remind you of your sins? 25 years from now? 100 years from now? 1,000 years from now? Eternity? That is why that song is wrong. That before you enter eternity, your sin will be examined at the border. If you took it away forever, I don't know where you made the sins again. There's even a Yoruba singer that sang it. That is, we will examine your sin before you enter the glory. He has taken it away forever. That is the major anger of Satan. Because God has blotted the anger he received against us. As a prosecutor, as an accuser. If what you accuse has been taken away, what will you use? Take it away forever. If you can steal away the evidence forever, what will the prosecutor use? It will just be quoting law that means nothing. He has been decapacitated. He's controlled by your life. He's ended your life. is deceased. Christ has taken it away forever. Another thing that blood did do forever, he perfected us what? forever. They are speaking of two different things. Your sins can be taken away forever. I can forgive you forever. But tell you, please don't come near me again. I forgive you, but please maintain. I will maintain. And you too maintain. Do you get what we are saying right now? Bible says God didn't do that. He not only forgave, he perfected forever. That means you cannot fellowship. 
forever. And not yesterday, not for two years. He perfected forever. Let this confidence sink in you. We are not talking about what men can do or what men, what men did. We are talking about what Christ did. You know your problem? Your physical reality is stronger than the truth of the scripture to you. That's why you think, God, that God cannot use me. What I've done, I cannot come near God. You are allowing your physical realities to be stronger than Christ's realities. Hallelujah. Let's read, let's read one again. For by one offering, he has perfected forever those who have been what? Sanctified. Why that offering could not perfect those who come to worship there? Bible said this one has perfected what? Forever. Forever. That's our number three. It was administered, it was what? Ratified by inferior sacrifices. You have seen the superiority of the sacrifice of Christ. Perfected it forever. Took away the sins forever. Sitting at the right hand of God, immediately in the true tabernacle, tabernacle. Wow. I want all of you to have confidence in God. Uh, what Christ has done is bigger than all these things that you yourself you are doing to yourself. I, may God forbid any man, any man pastor that come here that comes here I say as we go before God this morning let's confess our sins you, that very consciousness alone will remove from your faith because consciousness of faith is the greatest damage you can do to your, to your faith consciousness of sin is the greatest damage you can do to your faith look if I know there's something not right between us number one I can't, I'll come before you can even sit around <coughs> beer and we are not talking to each other. Those of you that take beer. A lot of you that take beer. Many of you that take beer. <laughs> we will sit around, whatever we sit around, we will not talk. We bring, we bring coffee, we bring wine, we bring gin, we, bring, we won't talk to each other. Because we know, beyond what is between us, there's something that is wrong. We will look at each other. You know what? Because of what Christ has done, there's nothing wrong between you and Christ and God anymore. When you wake up tomorrow, tomorrow morning, go before his presence. Say, lift up your holy hands. I say, Father, I thank you. I'll be accepted in the blood. And in the same spirit, present what you need. Amen. Tell him what you need. Hallelujah. If he gave you his only begotten son to die for you, what else would he give to you? God bless and keep you. Cause his faith to shine upon you. Give you peace of mind. May the sacrifice of Jesus speak on your behalf. May the better covenant speak on your behalf. May the better blood speak on your behalf in the name of Jesus Christ. Lift up your hand and just say, Father, I thank you for the blood of Jesus. I thank you for the better sacrifice of Jesus. For the better sacrifice that ratified better covenant. Oh, we bless you, we bless you, we bless you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. I give you praise. Thank you, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus. I want to beg you, whatever the Spirit of God leads you to do, do it. If He leads you to pray, pray. If He leads you to do anything, do it. Whatever He tells you to do what? Do it. But where I want to go with that is this. You know, when you do it, you know why? When you do it, the blessing of it will come to you. Whatever He tells you to do, when you do it, the blessing that is that is inside, because what God does is this: He wraps His blessings inside His instructions. 
wrap them inside the instruction. So when he gives you that instruction, eh, and you obey that instruction, that is what unfolds the blessings inside it. Do you get what we are trying to say right now? He has wrapped it there, presented to you. you. You hear instruction, you hear do, but no, inside it is the blessing of God. That is the principle of the New Testament. Do you get what we are trying to say right now? Because the first miracle of Jesus Christ was based on that principle, which was the, which fulfilled the law of the first mention in the principle in biblical interpretation. When it's first mentioned, and what about happened? That is the pattern. When they turn water to wine, the mother said, "Whatever it tells you to do, that is the law. That is it. Based on law first mentioned, that is how New Testament works. If it says believe in Jesus, you really to believe in Jesus, you will go to hell. Hey." You understand what I'm saying right now? So that is the last, that's what I'm saying. Now, obedience of that principle gives you the blessings. But this is where I'm going. Many people will say, because you don't obey, there will be consequences. No. There may not be consequences, but you'll be stalked. You know why? The blood of Jesus Christ will make sure he stands between you, the, between, the, between the consequence and your disobedience. Hmm? But the blessings in obedience will not come. That's why some of you seem not to be obeying God. Nothing is happening. And let me tell you, nothing will happen. But you will not make progress. So when you do something and say, yeah, I've escaped, nothing happened. Truly, true, nothing happened. But you are not making progress. Look at what I say right now. Ah, nothing happened now. God told me to give that. I didn't give it. Nothing happened. True, true, the blood will prevent you from the consequence of your disobedience. But you never enjoy the blessing of the obedience. You can see that is the balance of the New Testament now. It's not that do nothing, get everything. No. You do nothing, you remain stuck. You get what, you get what we are talking about right now. <laughs> because being led by the Spirit is still a very strong component of the New Testament. Father, we give you praise today. We honor your holy name. And today, by the Spirit of the Living God, I come against that fear in your life. I come against that fear in the name of Jesus Christ. I come against that fear. Uh, that's why you told me to rebuke this morning. I come against that fear. He has not given you that spirit of fear. He has given you that of power, of love, and of a sound mind. I rebuke depression in the name of Jesus. I rebuke depression in the name of Jesus. I rebuke fear in the name of Jesus Christ. Your future is secured. Your family is secured. God will take care of you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Never forget. The government of Nigeria is not your shepherd. The Lord is our shepherd. Our Jehovah Ra. And we shall not want. We give you praise. In Jesus mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen.